This is the Hockey News Prospect Podcast. Hello and welcome to the special edition of the Hockey News Prospect Podcast. I'm Stephen Ellis. Joining me as always is Ryan Kennedy. Ryan, how are you doing? Doing great. Ready for some hockey. All right. We are now on to semifinal Monday. This is a, a tournament where, you know, it's, it's cool that it, it's for the teams we really expected to be here at this point. Some of the powerhouse teams are, are going to be battling for a medal here. So I think we're going to be in for some fantastic hockey between Canada and Russia and USA and Finland. Of course, Finland had that really nice come from behind win against Sweden, which was a, a ton of fun to watch, but let's start with the Canada and Russia game. This is one where we, we saw them play in the pre-tournament. Canada won that game, one nothing. Both teams were still trying to find themselves like Russia. Uh, the, the coaching staff and the players seemed pretty positive about their performance in that game, despite not scoring. And that was just because they were playing against a strong Canadian team that, that also had a really hot goalie going on there. So, on paper, you look at this, Russia's got the better goaltender. Um, they've, they don't have the better defense. And their offense, they've got some really good key pieces, but I don't think they got the depth that Canada has. But we know this Russian team where they usually come alive later in the tournament. And I don't think we actually saw that against Germany, where they only beat them 2-1. And the Germans put in a, like one of the best efforts we've seen them in, in the last two World Juniors. But that was one where you kind of expected a bit more of out of Russia. So do you, do you like their chances of beating Canada in this one or is just Canada just too strong? Well, I think it's going to be a close game because it always is between these two rivals. And it's worth considering that because they met an exhibition play, maybe that's a bit different than if they had met in the round Robin, but it, you know, Canada and Russia, they, it, it's tough for one of those teams to beat the other one twice in one world juniors it rarely because, happens rarely happens yeah rarely happens because you know they get a taste for each other they adjust they they pretty much know they're going to face each other in the medal round if things go right but it does seem like russia has another gear that they haven't got to yet and if they don't find it quickly against canada it's probably too late because the canadians have a ton of firepower you know Devin Levi has been excellent in net. The defense core of Canada has great mobility. They have size. They have a lot of great different elements. So Russia needs to, frankly, step it up. Do they have that capability? They certainly do. I mean, they have game breakers. They have a pretty nice defense core um, of their own. And I, I, I think as a unit, they've been very good. Um, you know, there hasn't been one standout star on the blue line i think a lot of players have made different contributions which has helped but this is going to be a game where we need to see the russians that usually show up in the medal round because canada i mean they know the opportunity they have here to repeat as gold medalist and you know canada certainly has the talent to do so it's a matter of can these teams meet each other's level in this game yeah, I'd almost feel like there's a bit more pressure for Canada because they they, they are trying to repeat in uh, a situation where that's really hard to do. But also, this this Canadian team hasn't actually had much adversity in this entire this entire tournament. They haven't lost a lead at any point. They haven't been trailing at any point. This is a team that's been in control pretty much every single game. So for, for Canada, I almost feel like there's a bit more pressure because they they 
they just haven't had that opportunity to really kind of like the adversity they're saying is like, oh, well, we didn't blow out Czech Republic or Slovakia. Well, I'm not sure that really counts. Come on. Like the, the Czech Republic beat Russia, but like, I, I don't think that's really a whole lot of adversity there. No, it's true. And I mean, the funny thing about hockey teams is if you don't have adversity, they'll make some up. Um, and I'm, I'm sure in the Canadian room, they'll say like, oh, well, we don't have Kirby Doc. And, you know, we managed to win the last game without, without Alex Newhook. It's all about the next guy stepping up. And, I mean, it is true, right? I mean, there's such a deep lineup that, you know, if Peyton Krebs is the hero or Cole Perfetti or Dawson Mercer, no one would be surprised because these are all top-end prospects. They just don't happen to be, you know, on the top, top line uh, for Team Canada. But we've seen so many different people step up, well, whether it's Phil Tomasino or Quentin Byfield. I mean, the forward core, I mean, it's just a wagon, right? I mean, they can do so much and they have so much firepower. And I think it did help that they played a Czech team that is very defensive. And, you know, Canada had to push through that. And obviously they did and they, and they came out on top. But, you know, for a Canadian team that hasn't really been challenged that much, you know, Finland was supposed to be a good challenge. Wasn't really much of a challenge. Um, I think the Czechs were all they could really hope for in a quarterfinal opponent. Uh, so they're positioned well. I mean, you can only beat the teams that are on your schedule. And so far, Canada has done that. All right. If you had to pick an X factor from just, just one from either team, who's the guy you're really watching today? Well, I'm going to go with Vasily Ponomarov. Uh, from Russia, the Carolina Hurricanes pick, Shawinigan Cataracts in the queue. I just, I feel this guy has really stepped up in this tournament. And anytime Russia has needed a big play, it feels like he's the guy doing it. Had the shorthanded goal, of course, um, against Germany. And he's just been a really solid player. Uh, you know, I really liked the pick uh, when Carolina made it at the 2020 draft. He was a, it was a good prospect, but I feel that he's improved a lot since last year, really rounded out his game, really played with purpose for Russia. And I think he's the kind of guy that you have to watch out for because it looks like he has primed himself for clutch performances. All right, moving on to USA versus Finland. And this is a pesky Finns team. I always call them pesky because they just, they never give up. They're a team that you think, oh, well, it's over. And we saw that against Sweden. It looked like, oh, well, it was a good run for you guys. And then they came back and won the game. So this is a Finnish team that I don't care who's on the team. They seem to find a way to, to contribute. And um, it, we also talked about how it's kind of a boomer bust almost every other year for this team. It's either one year they do really well, one year they fail. Well, they have a chance at a medal again this year. So are you liking their chances against the Americans? Because it's Finland, I do not rule them out. <laughs> Ever. Because Never. they just do it. And, you know, after the win against Sweden, Coach Antti Pennanen, he said it's, it's team effort and it's teamwork. And, you know, that was the same thing that, that Brad Lambert told me before the tournament is they just work together and that's how they do it. And it, seemed, it sounds so simple, but when you're bringing together players that are coming from a whole bunch of different club teams, sometimes that's not always the case. And you have players that try to do too much and you get in trouble. Finland has not had that problem. Obviously their top line led by Anton Lindell has been their best line, but you look at their defense core, Billy Hanel has been great. Toby Niemelo has been great. 
you know, I thought Emo Vero's had a pretty good tournament as well. So they're getting the performances they need. They're staying together as a group and you, you never know with the Finns. Having said that, I don't know if they have the personnel that can stop Trevor Zegers right now. Trevor Zegers, the Anaheim Ducks first rounder, so far he has been my MVP of the tournament for Team USA. And I, I don't really see that changing unless he accidentally scores two goals on his own goalie uh, in the semifinal. <laughs> Zegers has been incredible. And he was, he was good last year. He's been even better this year. And I think that's going to be the real challenge for Finland is Team USA has players like Zegers that are very difficult to defend. And, you know, Patrick Moynihan coming back in the lineup, that's a, that's a big body. I think, you know, Team USA's bottom six, really difficult to handle. Guys like Moynihan and Slaggart and Berard and Farinacci, uh, who's been playing really well of late, they're just not fun to play against. And when it's not those guys, it's Kaliev, who's been a sharpshooter, as he always is. Um, it's been Zegers. And the scary thing is, Alex Turcott and Cole Caulfield haven't had great tournaments so far. If they start to click, if those two players can get on track, that's really difficult to stop, even if you are playing as a unit, as Finland tends to do. And then throughout all that, you also have Spencer Knight in net, who has basically had one bad game in this uh, tournament and otherwise been the spectacular Spencer Knight that we have all come to know and love. Yeah, this is a team where you mentioned the goaltending and the depth of the Americans. But the one thing I want to talk about quickly is the defense in this situation where Finland, like they got two of the better defensemen in this tournament in Hanala and Numela. Um, and the American defense, I think, with Cam York has been fantastic. This is a group where I think a lot of people kind of just discounted the American defense. So um, I guess how does the Finns get around that? Because the, the Finns, they've, it's been really kind of Anton Lindell focused on that team. They've been getting him a lot of points, but uh, this is an American defense. That's definitely going to put up a bigger challenge than what Finland has kind of had to face in a lot of this tournament. Yeah. And you're right. It has been a better defense core than I think we anticipated, probably better than the Americans themselves anticipated. Mm -hmm. I think part of the reason is guys like Brock Faber and Ryan Johnson, um, both University of Minnesota guys, Faber's a Kings pick, Johnson a Sabres pick, they've been excellent. And they're both great skaters. So for Finland, they're really going to have to make sure that they don't get caught by Team USA's mobility on the back end because you have those guys, and obviously Cam York is a great offensive defenseman. Jake Sanderson is incredibly athletic and plays two ways. So you have a very mobile Team USA. Finland has to safeguard against that. And, you know, they'll probably have to play conservative. You know, I think you can probably lay the body on this American defense core, and maybe that helps you a bit. I mean, it's not a gigantic defense core um, outside of, like, Tyler Clevin and, and Hunter Skinner's a pretty solid guy as well, but they, they're not, you know, top-pairing guys. I think that's maybe an option, but it does present a big problem for the Finns is making sure that they disrupt Team USA's transition game because you have these skilled mobile defensemen and you have some really dangerous forwards, both playmakers and shooters. You got to make sure that they can't get into their game because if they get wheeling, you've got yourself a problem. You had to pick one X factor. Who is it? 
Well, you know, if I'm thinking about an X factor, I'm, I'm going to go with Brock Faber with mm-hmm. Team USA. I think that he's been a, a really pleasant surprise. And just with, you know, with his skill set, I think he can really help the Americans. You know, Trevor Zegers is kind of the obvious candidate to be a difference maker. But I think with Brock Faber playing at the level he has been, it's just, uh, it's just like a bonus for Team USA because he'll be able to play next year as well. So I guess we we got the two games coming up. If you had to pick who's going to be in the finals, who is it? I think it's going to be an all North American final. It it feels like Canada USA is the most likely outcome. Wouldn't be shocked if uh, Russia and Finland pull it off if they pull off victories. But, you know, if I were a betting man and uh, and I was being conservative, uh, I think it's going to be Canada and the United States. All right, I got to go with that one too. It's it's Finland, of course. We know how pesky they could be, and they will get in your way and make your night a living hell. And then we know Russia is very powerful, but I think you got you got two of the strongest teams playing against each other. The two teams that we picked to be going really far as it is. Uh, I'm just got to go with the tiebreaker being the team that I picked to win the tournament overall originally. That was Team Canada, and it's been a while since I picked Team Canada to win gold. So I'm 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 confident in their performances this year. All right, so. Semifinals, we're about to get it underway. We're going to be back tomorrow for a gold medal preview. I'm Stephen Ellis. That's Ryan Kennedy. Thanks for following along.